Admiral Tremaine drew himself up, jowls pursed in indignation. Who would you believe? This young scoundrel or me? Ignored for the moment, I held the at-ease position. That's not the issue. Fleet Admiral de Marnay gestured at the Holovit ship I'd brought on UNS Hibernia across 69 light years of void. Captain Seafort is but a messenger. Your recall was ordered by Admiralty at Ohm. Through the Admiral's unshuttered window, the late afternoon sun of Hope Nation illuminated his central town office with dazzling brightness. A muted roar signaled yet another shuttle lifting off to orbit station from the spaceport behind Admiralty House. I sighed. I'd docked Tibernia at the station just hours before, and my trip groundside was proving no respite from the tensions of the bridge. I'd had no idea Geoffrey Tremaine would be in the office when Admiral de Marnay received my report. Messenger, my arse! Tremaine swung toward me, glowering. You arranged it! I decided it was a question, so I could respond without fear of contradicting my superior. No, sir. Admiral Brentley made the decision and I wasn't consulted. A patent lie. Tremaine dismissed me with an airy wave and turned back to the admiral, commanding, Georges, be reasonable. It is no lie. The savagery of my snarl startled even me. The two admirals glared, astounded at such an interruption from a mere captain, the youngest in the UN Navy. I rushed on, abandoning the shreds of my discipline. Mr. Tremaine, Lord God knows that if anyone should be removed from command, it is you. But I say again, I had no part in it. Admiral de Marnay, as my verity has been questioned, I demand truth testing. Drugs and polygraph would quickly confirm my statement or expose my lie. Georges de Marnay got slowly to his feet. You demand, Captain? His tone was glacial. Sir, I have never lied to a superior officer. It was the one remnant of honor I'd retained in my slide to damnation. Three times he's accused. Seaforth, get hold of yourself. Be silent. Aye, aye, sir. Midshipman or captain, there was no other possible reply to a direct order. Admiral Tremaine's choleric face shook with wrath. You see the insolence I had to put up with when he had Portia? He, before you stole her from him. De Marnay's acid reply sliced through Tremaine's diatribe. Stole her? What are you saying? Before De Marnay could answer, Tremaine rushed on. The facts are clear from Portia's log, which you reviewed when I docked. I had to threaten to hang him before he'd transfer to Challenger. Better had he done so. Many would live who now were lost. De Marnay said nothing. Tremaine's voice took on a wheedling tone. Recall or no, you're the admiral in theater. Those bloody aliens of Seaforts may strike at any time. You need a commander groundside as well as aloft, and Admiralty didn't appoint my replacement. As admiral commanding, you could reconfirm me until my tour's up. Or try me yourself, for that matter. Yes, I could well do that. De Marnay swung his chair, fingers tapping at the edge of his desk. I closed my eyes, 
my jaw throbbing with the effort to hold it shut. My commander had ordered me to be silent, and silent I would be. In any event, nothing I said could prevent Admiral de Marnay from reinstating Tremaine, the man who'd taken my Porsche. His own UNS Challenger had been disabled by the huge goldfish-shaped aliens that I'd discovered three years before on my first interstellar voyage. Tremaine transferred his flag, leaving me, as well as the aged and infirm passengers and the young transpops he loathed, drifting on Challenger, deep in interstellar space, unable to fuse.